Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Herb of the Week. I'm Jen, and today we're going to talk about frankincense. So last week I had a nasty fall on the ice, which resulted in a minor head injury. I spent some time on bed rest and was unable to publish a video or podcast, and I appreciate all of the comments and calls of well wishes and encouragement, but both, most of all, I'm grateful for your patience during my recovery. I'm not 100% yet, but I'm getting better each day. So thank you so much for waiting a whole week for this episode. The week prior, we talked about the benefits of echinacea and went into detail about cannabinoids and how your body is equipped to receive them specifically. If you're not familiar with this concept, I highly encourage you to check out that episode titled Echinacea and maybe even do your own research on the benefits of cannabinoids to the human body. But real quick, I want to give a disclaimer. Everything I suggest here is not a diagnosis or treatment of illness. If you have concerns about the herbs I mentioned today, talk to your practitioner before you make any changes to your healthcare routine. So now that I've covered the formalities, let's get on with the material at hand. First, I'm going to describe what I like to refer to as the personality of the plant. Plants have individual characteristics, backgrounds, cultural uses, and histories. Consider this as an introduction to a new friend. Listeners, meet my friend Frank. Frankincense, also known as olibanum, is an aromatic resin used in incense and perfumes obtained from trees of the genus Boswellia in the family Berseraceae. Berseraceae is also known as the torchwood family, or the frankincense and myrrh family, or simply the incense tree family. And as for its names, olibanum is derived from the Latin oleum libani, which means oil of Lebanon, named for the area frankincense came from along the spice route, which is Mount Lebanon. And a popular folk etymology suggests a connection with the Franks in the word frankincense. Franks are a Germanic group of people who came from northern Europe and settled in what's known as France today, and who reintroduced the spice to the Europe, I'm sorry, to Europe during the Middle Ages. But the word itself comes from the French expression franc and sens, meaning high quality incense. There are five main species of Boswellia that produce true frankincense. Resin from each of the five is available in various grades, which depends on the time of harvesting. To harvest frankincense, it's tapped from trees by stripping the bark and letting the resin bleed out and harden. The hardened resin is known as tears. Several species and varieties of frankincense trees each produce a slightly different type of resin. Differences in soil and climate create even more diversity of the resin, even within the same species. The trees start producing resin at about 8 to 10 years old. Tapping is generally done two to three times a year. The final taps produce the best tears due to their higher aromatic terpene content. Generally speaking, the more opaque resins are the best quality. Recent studies indicate that frankincense tree populations are declining, 
partly due to overexploitation. This is thought because heavily chapped trees produce seeds that germinate at a significantly lower rate than seeds of untapped trees. But burning, grazing, and clearing of frankincense woodlands for agriculture is a major threat on the species. Frankincense has been traded on the Arabian Peninsula for more than 6,000 years. Its use was characteristic in religious rites throughout Mesopotamia and the Eastern Mediterranean from the earliest antiquity. For thousands of years, Egyptians cleansed body cavities with frankincense during the mummification process. Many folks used it to anoint newborn infants as well as initiates who enter into new phases of their spiritual lives. It's cited in the biblical text of Matthew as one of the gifts brought to Jesus by the Magi from out of the East. There's some dispute as to why these gifts were given, but when you take into consideration its practical uses at the time, which I just mentioned, and note where Bethlehem lies on the spice route, halfway between Lebanon and Egypt, it makes perfect sense that these men may have been traveling along a trade caravan. So let's go into detail about some of those practical benefits and uses I mentioned earlier. In this segment of the episode, I like to group the benefits and uses into three categories, internal, external, and neural. The neural system is not separate from the internal or external, but it envelops both. The mind has a lot to do with body wellness, and it's quite complex, so I like to give it a little extra attention. Therefore, it gets its own category. So let's start with the external. Frankincense is used in perfumery and aromatherapy. It's also an ingredient that's sometimes used in skin care for its anti-inflammatory, antiseptic, and astringent properties. In China, frankincense has been used as a skin remedy for bruises and infected sores. In Ayurvedic medicine, Indian frankincense has been used for millennia to treat arthritis, heal wounds, and purify the atmosphere from undesirable germs, hence burning. Studies back this application by showing frankincense reduces redness and irritation in the skin and produces an even skin tone. The extracts have been found to have a soothing effect on irritated skin, which is due to a steroid-like structure shared in the different boswellic acid compounds called pentacyclic triterpene. In addition, frankincense is reported to be an effective topical agent to soften facial lines and relax the skin to have an anti-proliferative effect on various tumor cells, lines, melanoma, and geoblastomas. Internally, frankincense resin is edible and often used as traditional medicine in many Asian countries to cure a multitude of internal infections like gum disease, mouth and throat complaints, bronchial and urinary infections. As an expectorant and decongestant, it helps in clearing the lungs and other mucus-related problems. It's used to relieve menstrual pain and lightens heavy periods in females. This specific action is referred to as a menagogue. 
Frankincense oil has an interesting ability to distinguish cancerous cells in the bladder and then suppress the cancer cell viability within the bladder. It's an anti-inflammatory and immunomodulator. I don't think I've explained how inflammation works, but it's really an interesting mechanism within the body. Inflammation is actually an immune response to an injury or infection, and it serves a purpose, which is to heal. In the area of injury, a biochemical chain of events are set into action. First, blood rushes in. I like to think of this as like a SWAT team setting up a barrier to keep the infection out. The capillaries become watery, so to speak, and allow for the infection fighting blood cells to enter in large numbers and the molecules that are required to repair damage or form a clot. This increased blood flow doesn't just allow the helpers in, it allows for the removal of waste and toxins to keep the area clean. Swelling at the site is due to those capillaries exuding plasma to reduce mobility of the area because the less you move an injury, the faster it will heal and the less likely you are to injure yourself more. Although inflammation is very important to the elimination of pathogens and other causes of infection, a prolonged inflammatory process has been shown to result in chronic disease processes that may eventually result in organ failure or damage. Using anti-inflammatory agents is important in controlling this process and limiting its course. However, while a handful of synthetic anti-inflammatory agents exist, they all seem to have adverse effects with prolonged usage. Using a natural anti-inflammatory is key. One example of disease that's been found to be linked with chronic inflammation is arthrosclerosis, which is the buildup of plaque inside the blood vessels, causing hardening of arteries. It's the major cause of coronary heart disease. Data indicates that frankincense reduces chronic inflammation as it has a natural anti-inflammatory properties. The third category is neural. Neural benefits are in traditional Chinese medicine, frankincense is believed to improve learning and memory upon consumption. It has been used in the elderly for enhancement of memory. The result of a study shows that there is a significant increase in the power of learning at a post-learning stage in short-term memory and long-term memory. A study from the selection of traditional applications of the no novel phytotherapy for the prevention and treatment of serious disease published in the Journal of Traditional Complementary Medicine in 2013 states, the effect of frankincense is remarkable in increasing the number of dendritic segments and branching in the neuron cells of the hippocampus, causing more synaptic connections in that area and therefore improvement of learning and memory. Extensive studies on frankincense and its effect on neurophysiology could be a right approach in finding a possible new complementary or alternative natural medicine to control, cure, or prevent some kinds of neurodegenerative diseases such as Parkinson's and Alzheimer's." End quote. Also, in, according to 
essential oils desk reference, a compound of frankincense resin protects the nervous system and many of the biochemicals, particularly sesquiterpenes, can increase blood oxygen levels in the brain and release negative emotions that have been stored there. And we all know what negative emotions do. We've talked about it in episodes past. Negative emotions lead to stress, which leads to disease. Many studies have shown that thyroid hormones play a significant role in cell division, maturation, and functioning of the mammalian central nervous system. Deficiency of thyroid hormones in the prenatal period can cause growth retardation as well as severe cognitive impairment such as attention, memory processing, and general intelligence deficits. The use of frankincense was found to be effective in preventing this deficiency. <clears throat> this result supports the traditional belief that frankincense has a beneficial effect in the enhancement of memory and learning functions. And biologists have learned that it's good for our brains too. An international team of scientists including researchers from Johns Hopkins University and the Hebrew University in Jerusalem describe how burning frankincense resin activates poorly understood ion channels in the brain to alleviate anxiety or depression. Here's a quote. Insensol acetate, a resin, con resin constituent, lowers anxiety and causes antidepressive-like behavior. The compound significantly affected areas in the brain known to be involved in emotion as well as in nerve circuits, that are affected by current anxiety and depression drugs. Specifically, insensol acetate activated a protein called TRPV3, which is known to play a role in the perception of warmth of the skin. The discovery of how insensol acetate purified from frankincense works on specific targets in the brain should also help us understand diseases of the nervous system. This study also provides a biological explanation for millennia-old spiritual practices that have persisted across time, distance, culture, language, and religion. Burning incense really does make you feel warm and tingly all over. End quote. So there you have it. Ancient sages were doing it right after all. So if you're in the market for some frankincense, I carry it in a couple forms. The first of which is frankincense tears. This is the raw tree sap. You can burn this as an incense or grind it to a powder for making perfumes or infused oils. These are just $5 a vial. Frankincense essential oil is great for use in compress, lotions, massage oils, baths, fragrances, and, and even in your diffuser. This is $36 for a 10 milliliter bottle. But if you're looking for something in a lower price point, all of my essential oil roll-ons are always $7. This is a dilution with MCT carrier oil. And again, you can find all of these items on my website at kinfolkherbs.com. And finally, we have come to the DIY segment of the show. I'm going to tell you a simple recipe for a frankincense facial serum. 
After learning that frankincense has the ability to reduce age spots, I've been using this for about a year now, and it's significantly reduced the melasma on my forehead. I use it to... I used to have a large butterfly-shaped mark on the center of my face. I'm still dealing with a couple of smaller spots, but I'm very pleased with the results so far. To make this serum, you'll need about 30 milliliters of plant-based oil. I prefer to use a 50-50 mix of jojoba and avocado. Jojoba is considered the closest to the skin's own oil, so it will absorb deeper into the skin and help to balance our natural oil levels rather than to add to it. Avocado oil is highly moisturizing and full of vitamins and minerals and natural fatty acids that promote cell rejuvenation. Vitamin E is an antioxidant. It's often used in skincare to preserve the shelf life of a serum, but because of its antioxidant actions, it can help reduce further UV damage to the skin. So you're going to take 15 milliliters of jojoba, 15 milliliters of avocado, 5 drops of vitamin E oil, and 10 drops of frankincense essential oil. Add all of these ingredients into a bottle or a jar, shake it well to combine. And it's that simple, folks. To use, apply about five drops of this serum to your skin after washing your face each night before bed. Do you want to make your own? I have all the ingredients. If you don't have time to make your own, that's okay. I carry a similar product for $15. It's called All Natural Vitamin Serum. You can find it on my website. I'd love to hear how you use frankincense. Leave me a comment. And if you have questions, email me at info at If you want to have a hard copy of Herb of the Week, you can sign up for that as well as other goodies at, on the website. Just subscribe with your email address and I'll send you all sorts of great info. That concludes this episode of Herb of the Week. Thanks so much for listening and stay well, folks.